Hello everyone, I'm your host Francesca Bonadonna, the food blogger behind Plantfully Based. Welcome to Vegan Thoughts, where we talk about vegan topics, lifestyle, food blogging, and much more. Welcome to the second episode of Vegan Thoughts. Today, we're going to talk about something that might get me a little feisty, a little ranty, so buckle up and be prepared. We're talking about food shaming within the vegan community, and this is a topic of mine that I get very passionate about, so like I said, just buckle up because I might get a little feisty. Before we get into that, I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who went and checked out the first episode last week's. If you didn't listen to it, I would love for you to go listen to it. It gives you a better insight into my story, who I am, how I got into food blogging, and I think you will really enjoy it. And a very big thank you to everybody who left a review or talked about it on Instagram or sent me an email. It really means a lot. And those reviews, if you're listening on a platform where you can review like Apple Podcasts, please, please leave one. They're really, really helpful for the podcast and helpful in the growth of it. So if you have the time and you enjoy it, and you could just leave one. There were two really nice reviews that were left and that made me so happy. They put a big smile on my face. So thank you so much to those two listeners who left reviews. I really appreciate it. I know like I think on Spotify you can't review, but that's why I'm like, if you're on Apple Podcasts, just like type up a little review, give it a star. Well, five stars, not one star, please. (laughs) Five stars if you're enjoying it. So yes, thank you. We are here. We're doing the second podcast. Am I officially a podcaster now? I don't even know. I was thinking of like things I can do that would be fun to like kind of get you all involved in the podcast, you know, like not just make it like these are just completely my thoughts. And I thought it'd be really fun before every episode to do an unpopular food segment because I think like hearing either things that people like absolutely hate that people like love or like weird food combos is just like super interesting because our taste buds are so subjective and obviously like we all experience different flavors within our lives, different textures, everything. And like things that I love, you might hate and things that you love, I might hate. Did I just say that in reverse? I can't even remember, but you get the gist. So I thought it'd be fun to ask you guys on Instagram once in a while for your unpopular food opinions. And I want to read some. Now I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum as my friend Lisa would say, but I'm going to give my little two cents on each of these things. So I figured I'll just read a few at a time. I'm going to keep it anonymous. And if you follow me on Instagram, when I post these once in a while, feel free to throw in your unpopular food opinions so I can share them. So the first thing someone said was bacon. Um, I don't know if that was like a joke because like I'm a vegan and they either love bacon or hate bacon. Who? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But yeah, I mean, unpopular food opinion, I guess. Yeah, I hate bacon. I mean, I'm a vegan. I didn't really even like bacon before I went vegan. Like I just... I never was like that like weird bacon obsessed person. When I was in school in Pittsburgh, there was like a bar that was like bacon obsessed. Like they put like bacon in the drinks and like there was bacon with everything. I can't even remember the name of it right now. And I used to like hate going. They had like bacon night. It was so weird. Like they were really obsessed with bacon. I don't know. I don't have that infatuation with bacon. The second is people who hate pineapple on pizza also hate joy and happiness. Okay, I'm going to have to disagree, but also agree because (laughs) I hate pineapple on pizza, so that's not for me. Um, Maybe it's because I'm Italian. I don't know, but I cannot get into the pineapple on pizza. It really grosses me out. However, I have to say (laughs) the hate, joy, and happiness. I'm not like the most happy person. I'm not the most bubbly person, so maybe it um, is pretty on par with me. I don't know, (laughs) but 
I mean, I get it, like, the sweet and salty, like, thing. I can understand why people would like it, like, chocolate-covered pretzels or something. But for me, it's just, it's not there. But like I said, to each his own, and I know it's so popular. Let's see. Raw sweet potato is delicious and works as a great dip scooper. So when I read this, um, my first thought was, I don't think you can eat raw sweet potato. I might be wrong. I might be very wrong, but I'm pretty sure that you can't eat potatoes raw because there's something in either the protein or something in them that you're like, you're not supposed to have them raw. So if you're the one who sent this in and you're doing it, please just be careful and make sure that you are not going to get sick unless you're just like licking the dip off of the sweet potato. Is that what you're doing? I don't know, but just be careful because I feel like you're not supposed to eat sweet potatoes raw, but I do love sweet potato and I can definitely get on board with it being a scooper. Okay. We'll read two more. Bell peppers are disgusting. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to disagree. I love bell peppers. They're so good. I like, I can't get enough of bell peppers. I always have so many in the house and I love them for snacks and I put them in like my bowls and everything. Like I love bell peppers. They are a staple in this house. Peanut butter and sugar on toast is nice. Oh, I love the way that was written. Like just so cute. But yeah, that sounds, that sounds amazing. I mean, I'm definitely on board with that. I love peanut butter and I'm not, I don't have like a huge sweet tooth, but I definitely love peanut butter and I love bread. So I can definitely, definitely be uh, on board with that. So I'll leave you with those five unpopular food opinions today and we will do a few each week. I figured it'll be fun. Like I said, if you follow me on Instagram and you see me asking for unpopular food opinions, make sure to put yours in so that way I can share it with the class. All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty, the dirty stuff of today's episode. I want to talk about this because for me, I think there's a lot of food shaming within the vegan community and not in the vegan community and online. And I think we're in this super heightened social media driven world where like, I don't know, everybody just seems to think like whatever you put out for like one, what I eat in a day must be exactly how you eat every single day of your life or like things like that. Right. So it's just kind of like We're in this world where people are forgetting that social media is just one very tiny facet of people's lives and like, okay, maybe just because today I had a bagel and vegan mac and cheese, maybe tomorrow I'm going to have a green juice and a salad, right? Like you don't know people's lives. You're not watching their every single move and as you shouldn't be because like everyone needs their own privacy, (laughs) but you know, I think we're in this like really heightened sense and everybody, everyone feels the need to give their opinion on everything these days. Like I was actually shocked at the amount of like hate comments I get. Like just, I'm putting out recipes. Like I'm literally just putting out recipes. I'm not doing anything controversial. I'm not saying anything controversial. Like I am literally here just like chop up the tofu. And then people are like, I don't cut my tofu that way. Like, how could you ever cut your tofu like that? Or, you know, like it's just, it's really, it's, it's kind of crazy. So I feel like this food shaming within the vegan community has almost become, I don't want to say acceptable because it's not acceptable. And I know that like a lot of us don't find it acceptable, but it's become kind of commonplace and norm where it's like, are you a junk food vegan? Are you a whole plant, a whole food Oh my goodness. Hold on. A whole food plant-based. Thank you, Francesca. A whole food plant-based vegan, right? So it's like, are you this or are you that? Oh my God, I'm choking over here. Hold on. Let me get a sip of tea. So it's like either one or the other there. You could never be in between, right? Like there's no, there's no sense of moderation. Apparently people can't understand that, um, that maybe just maybe you can have 
both whole food, plant-based foods, and some mock meats, and a little bit of vegan junk food, and we could be a little bit in between. Um, and I just feel that there's this big sense of food shaming, which is really bad for the vegan movement for a few reasons. One, first of all, it's going to make people less inclined to maybe try vegan foods or have an open mind to them if they're seeing all these things. So I know for me, when I first went vegan in 2016, the big thing was like Freely the Banana Girl, okay, which Freely is a whole slew of problems that I don't really want to get into. But obviously it was like oil-free, very high carb, very low fat, like all these things, right? So that's how I thought I needed to eat. I thought I needed to have no oils. I thought I needed to have no processed foods. And I thought I needed to eat fruits, veggies, whole grains, which is all good things for you. Like there's nothing wrong with eating fruits and vegetables and like keeping maybe like your salt and sugar a little bit lower, like your processed sugar. Like, I mean, I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. This is just from what I've gathered. Right. But at the same time, you can't have people who are maybe open to veganism who are like, oh, well, you know, I had a Beyond Meat burger and I really liked it. And they're like, if you're eating a Beyond Meat burger, then you might as well not be a vegan because that's not good enough and this and that, right? So it's so bad. It's so bad for the movement because it makes it confusing. And I know for me, like it took me a year to figure out like kind of, I guess, where my stance is on vegan food and what I want to eat and what I don't want to eat, I guess. Um, And basically, I don't want to eat the things I don't like. (laughs) Don't make me eat mushrooms. Don't make me eat jackfruit. And don't make me eat eggplant. And I'll be a very happy person. Other than that, I want to try it all. I want to eat it all as long as it's vegan. And I'll always go into things with an open mind. So I don't like the food shaming. And I don't like the, you know, making people feel bad for what they're eating. So I should have probably explained this earlier, but what is like a whole food plant-based vegan, right? Like what, what does that mean? So whole food plant-based is like you're keeping processed foods down to a minimum. You're not really using oils, keeping salt, refined sugars, um, and like flours and stuff like that also to a minimum. So like, I think when people think of vegan, that's actually what they think of. They don't think of vegan as like, not using animal products and not eating animal products and things like that they I think they just think of like girl eating salad with vegetables with like lemon juice on it which is like so not the case and so the wrong image and we're like way past that as vegans okay um and maybe back in the day it was a little bit more like that because there was just not as many options you know but we're like we're past that we're moved on that's a not what it is at all anymore. But I think um, that that's what a lot of people, when they think vegan, that's the direct image they go to is only fruits and vegetables, you know, very healthy and health conscious. When in reality, veganism has actually nothing to do with health. Now, don't get mad at me for saying that because is a vegan diet typically healthier? Yes. Don't get mad at me for saying that either. (laughs) It is, I will say it's definitely typically healthier than the standard American diet. But the people don't go vegan always for health reasons. So there's a ton of reasons to go vegan. You can go vegan for the environment. You can go vegan for your health. You can go vegan for the animals. You can go vegan for religious reasons. You, you know, there's a ton of reasons to go vegan. But veganism expands outward, right? So veganism is not just, oh, I don't eat animal products. I don't use animal products. It's also, I don't use makeup that was tested on animals. I don't use makeup that isn't vegan. I don't use hair care that isn't vegan. I 
don't use, you know, there's all these things. I don't wear fur. I don't wear leather, right? So veganism is so much more than just about what you eat. What you're eating is a big component of it, obviously, because I would say we eat more times a day than we go shopping, most of us, right? We're typically eating three to five times a day. I don't think you're shopping three to five times a day. Maybe you're shopping, you know, once every two weeks or something for clothes or something. I don't even know. I never shop for new clothes. I still wear clothes from the 10th grade. I'm 28 years old. It's really, I got to get some new stuff. That's besides the point. Um, But, you know, there's a whole, there's a whole different spectrum to veganism. That's so much more than just the health aspect. My favorite definition of veganism is the one from the Vegan Society, so I'm just going to read it to you all quickly. Veganism is a philosophy and way of living which seeks to exclude as far as is possible and practicable all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose, and by extension, promotes the development and use of animal-free alternatives for the benefits of animals, humans, and the environment. In dietary terms, it denotes the practice of dispensing with all products derived wholly or partly from animals. The reason I like this definition is the wording here, which is as far as is possible and practicable, um, because I feel like sometimes people get too wrapped up in like, you know, the, the, the idea of like not using animal products and things like that, which is great. But like, let's say you have a medicine you need to function, like, you know, like you, you need this medicine every day. Most likely that medicine maybe contains an animal product or was tested on animals and like but you need this medicine so like you know it it would make sense take the medicine and be you know in a better place than you would be if you didn't take it I hope that makes sense um that's why I really like this definition because being vegan isn't about being a perfect vegan which is a whole different conversation but just as I was like listening and editing this podcast I wanted to throw this little clip in here now let's get back into what I was saying (laughs) and I personally find that that is where the food shaming is coming from. The people who went vegan solely for health reasons, which is completely fine, I'm not judging you for your reasoning on going vegan, but those people who went vegan just for health reasons and now don't eat mock meats, don't eat processed foods, try not to eat a lot of oil and things like that are the ones who look at vegans like me and think that I'm like a terrible person. (laughs) No, I don't know. I don't know what they think of me, but... I've definitely gotten a lot of comments regarding my food, regarding what I eat. So a perfect example of this is a few weeks ago, I uploaded a video on YouTube. I'm I'm pulling up the comments right now um, where I just showed three, three easy meals I eat in a week. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just meals that I like to eat that are easy, single, one serving and, um, hold on, bear with me as I'm pulling up this comment that I want to, sh- that this, this comment really is what kind of sparked, um, me wanting to make this podcast, which I, people have always made comments on the food that I'm eating. You know, it, it's part of, I guess the risk you run, but so, okay, here we go. I found it. This person comments, this whole thing, com- you know, stating the ingredients of the food that I'm eating. So they took the time out of their day to go Google the ingredients of the food that I ate, criticizing them. Then criticizing what I ate for lunch, again, going to find the ingredients of that. And then go on to say, I just think as a vegan that to feel your best, you have to eat real whole foods and this is not it. These are meals filled with chemicals, not food. Disappointing. Okay, disappointing. I'm so sorry I disappointed you, random stranger on the internet. And now here's here's my, my thing with this. So let's say you're new to vegan. You're opening up to the idea and you think, 
oh, wow, you know, that breakfast sandwich that she made looks good. So she used this vegan egg product and a vegan cheese and a vegan turkey. Those are things that I like and things that I can relate to. And I would, I would think I would eat a breakfast like this, right? And now you see this comment from somebody else seeing what they said and how they feel about the food that I ate. And now what you're going to think, oh, I shouldn't eat that, or I'm not going to be healthy, or this is disappointing, or this isn't actually vegan, or this isn't vegan enough, right? You're going to have all these thoughts and you're going to have all these things. And I know you're probably thinking, Francesca, people don't think this far into it, but they definitely do. Well, I think they do at least. And I know I did at one point because I thought I had to do all these things to be a vegan when really the only thing you have to do to be a vegan is just not eat animal products and not exploit animals. Like that's literally it. You can have as many bagels and oil and sugar and as much stuff as you want. Just make sure it's organic sugar because some sugar is processed with bone char. But my point being is like, if you want to wake up every day and have a bagel for lunch, have a bagel for breakfast, have mac and cheese for lunch and have a brownie for dinner, that's all vegan. You did it. Like you ate a vegan meal a vegan day. Am I saying that's the best and most nutritious thing for you to be eating? No, of course you should be eating fruits and vegetables. Everybody should. But at the end of the day, like you commenting and kind of shaming people on their food choices just doesn't help. It doesn't make things better. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't help the vegan movement. Like there's so many other better things you should be doing with your time. And I've seen this time and time again, where just like people are always like, oh, like you're going to eat the Beyond Meat burger, then you might as well just eat the burger. Like it's not any healthier. It's not any of this. Why does it have to be necessarily healthier? Why does it have to be necessarily better for me? Maybe sure, if I'm in the mood for something healthier, I should go have the black bean burger made with brown rice and you know, onions and just less processed ingredients. Sure. But like if I want to have a Beyond Meat burger with a slice of vegan cheese and some vegan French fries, well, French fries usually are vegan, but and some French fries and some vegan special sauce. Why is that so bad? Why is that such a thing that people want to deem as a bad thing to do? Why do we want to shame others for that choice? And that's what I don't like. I know that I am like at this point now tough enough to handle all this criticism, but when I first were getting comments like this, I felt so bad and I have to say it did at times alter my eating habits and it altered the videos I made and it altered what I put out because I was scared of people saying things like that. Now I can tell her to go, you know, take it where the sun don't shine, but before that, I was like freaking out and I was like, maybe I should change my recipes or maybe I shouldn't say they're vegan. And like, you know, to this day, like I try really hard not to even claim things are like healthy. Sometimes I'll say like, um, no, I guess I really try not to say that things are healthy anymore because everyone always has a different opinion on healthy too. And that's always like a buzzword that gets people going. So I don't know. It just, it's one of those things where it's like, why do we have to make other people feel bad? If, if you are genuinely happy eating, you know, let's say air fr- <laughs> this was a meal I used to eat all the time. Oh my god, when I first went vegan. Okay, it was romaine lettuce with air fried potatoes and buffalo sauce. Okay. Well, I guess I didn't have an air fryer back then, so it was like roasted potatoes that were not that I didn't use oil on and used very minimal seasoning on. And then I would put like a little bit of hot sauce or something on it, right? And at the time, I guess it was like a meal that I enjoyed that made me happy because it felt like satiating. But like, do I want to eat that now? No freaking way. (laughs) Not at all. Like, and I'm not like dissing you if you want to eat those. Like, that's great. Go for it. But like, I don't want to eat that stuff anymore. And that's okay. And like, I don't have to eat 
for other people's standards. I don't have to eat to make other people happy. I'm eating to make myself happy. I'm eating to nourish my body. I'm eating to nourish my cravings, like whatever that may be. And I'm not eating to fit your standards. And so that's why I feel like the food shaming within the vegan community is so detrimental and is so unnecessary and is so something that is just like not it. There's better things that we could be doing. There's better things we should be doing. And we don't need to comment on other people's food choices. It is 2021. If you have to comment on other people's food choices, you need to go find a hobby. Okay. So sorry, I told you guys, I was going to get a little ranty, a little bit heated. Um, and I just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. And I don't think anybody has any authority to to criticize other people's foods. You know, again, this goes back to just being in a social media world where everybody thinks it's okay. It's okay to give your opinion. The amount of opinions and comments that I get on things that are irrelevant, irrelevant to the content I'm posting out are insane. You know, like it's just absolutely wild that people are taking the time out of their day. We're going to sidetrack for a second. I posted a video. This video is almost two years old. Okay. And in the video, I had actually just got out of a really bad relationship, like freshly out of a breakup, like as of two months, like I had gained a lot of weight and just, it like wasn't a good time for me, but I was still trying to put out content and be my like happy bubbly YouTube personality self. In the video, one of my eyes is a little bit smaller than the other. It's just always been this way. And I think because I was in a stressful situation, it was definitely a little bit more noticeable than it is. But like, I know, I know I have my one smaller eye and it's okay. It's not a big deal, but this like person had to come and comment like what happened to your eyes why are they like that what's wrong with them right and I just I've like blocked them and I was like I'm not dealing with this today but we just live in this world where everyone thinks it's okay to comment on everything that people do are and say that maybe are like irrelevant to the content of the video it had nothing to do with the video, okay? Like my face, my appearance has not a thing to do with that video. But yet somebody still had to take the time out of their day to comment on my appearance, which is absolutely ridiculous. So I feel like people sit there and they watch these people, what people eat, what people are ingesting, you know? And then they're like, oh my goodness, how could you ever eat something that is so processed and so this and so that? And I don't eat that way and I would never dare. So okay, so don't eat that way. Just don't eat that way. I'm not telling you to eat how I eat. I'm giving you examples. For the most for the most part, for practicality purposes, people are going to use mock meats. They're gonna use dairy substitutes. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, we're so lucky. Like I was just talking to somebody like how good the vegan ice creams are. I mean, oh my God, the Oatly strawberry vegan ice cream right now. I can't get enough of it. And they're so good and they're creamy and they're delicious. It was not like that. Like, five years ago when I went vegan okay and it was not like that 10 years ago or 15 years ago right like we're progressing every day and these foods these mock meats these substitutes are amazing and something that I see that happens a lot is people will like people I feel like try to make other people feel bad if they still enjoy mock meats like later in their vegan journey let's say right so like for example I'm now vegan of five years. I will still eat mock meats. The Boca chicken patties are one of my favorite things. I have the tofurkey slices in the morning. I have the vegan just egg. I like the Beyond Meat sausages, right? But I also enjoy lentils and beans and salad and tofu and tempeh and broccoli and string beans and, you know, all the other things, right? So I eat them both within a day, like all the things. Um, 
but a lot of people will say like, oh, like those like mock meats and stuff, those are like really good transition foods. That's like another like subtle little food shaming. Those are good transition foods, you know? Oh, okay. Like you had the Beyond Meat and you liked it. That's a really great transition food. But like, if you want to be a real vegan, then you better be eating black bean burgers. Yeah. And a lettuce wrap, right? Like, like, no, that is so, so ridiculous. So, you know, I don't, it's another thing I don't like, like, why are we deeming these amazing options that we now have as transition foods, as foods you shouldn't be eating, you know, when you're an, an advanced vegan, a level five vegan, right? Like just because I want to have a mock meat or a vegan chicken patty or something like that does not make me any less vegan than the girl who's eating like, I don't know, chickpeas or something like I don't know. I can't think of an example right now. That was a really, really bad example. But my point is that eating mock meats, eating vegan cheeses, enjoying things like that, enjoying substitutes, enjoying all those amazing products we have now doesn't make you less vegan, doesn't make you a worse vegan. And, you know, shaming people about those choices, the only thing that you may end up doing is actually making them go back to animal products. And we don't want that, right? Don't we want to help the vegan movement grow and help the vegan community grow? Yeah, of course. So why would we make these people feel bad for enjoying something? I really have a lot of thoughts about food shaming in general. Um, As you could tell, like, I don't think we should ever make people feel bad for enjoying things. Even my whole philosophy with veganism is I'm... I don't sit there like at a dinner table with non-vegans and I'm like, oh, do you know that your chicken was slaughtered and your steak and this and that, you know, I don't, I don't do that. My, my philosophy has always been to lead through showing really yummy, amazing vegan food that hopefully leaves you inspired and wanting to eat it. That's my philosophy because I know that in the long run, making people feel bad, making people, you know, feel shamed and all these things usually do not work. Do some people respond well to, I don't know, negative reinforcement? I guess so. But for the most part, most people don't. And they would much rather either see like a great example or just like, you know, I feel like people are naturally inquisitive. So if you are out at like dinner, right? And you get like a vegan dish, people, and you don't say anything about it, right? Like let's say everyone, you go out to dinner, everyone knows you're vegan. And then you just get like this amazing looking vegan dish but you don't make a big deal out of it, right? People are more likely to ask you what you're eating, how it tastes, what's it made out of, can I try a bite, you know, than if you sat there and just kind of like kept talking and talking and talking about your food, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, I hope that makes sense. Like people just want to know more when they're not given a lot of information. I think we all like know that. Like that's like why like playing hard to get and dating usually works because you're not getting that satisfaction. So now you want to know more. You want more answers, right? So it's the same thing. If you leave them questioning and you leave them wanting more, they're going to want to know. If you berate them and show them slaughterhouse footage, most of the time I don't think it works. For some people it does resonate, but I know for me like slaughterhouse footage didn't work like I didn't really I couldn't look at it so it just never like clicked with me because I was like just not feeling it um anyway that's besides the point I feel like I'm getting off on tangents today but you know just shaming people food shaming it's not cool it's so it's so not cool and I do find that the people who leave these comments you know about food shaming you know one person commented one time on my videos and she was like oh, I just watch your videos because I think what you eat is funny. 
like what I eat is funny that's funny to you like like what are you eating let's see what you eat in a day you know and people can sit there and say oh well you're putting yourself online you're subjecting yourself to other people's opinions like sure yes okay I I understand that but there's a difference between like oh you know I think you could have added this spice and seasoning maybe that would have enhanced the flavor or (laughs) what are you doing why are you eating that that's disgusting I'm disappointed in seeing what you're eating right like it First of all, I don't care if I'm disappointing you. I really don't. The only person I have to not disappoint is myself. So don't care about your opinion there. Um, But, you know, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's really, it's sad. I think it's sad. And I think it's sad that people can care so much about what other people are eating and consuming. Like for me, if you're vegan, you're good in my book, whatever it means, like whatever that means you want to eat. I don't care if you want to eat vegan bacon all day, go for it. If you want to eat salads all day, go for it. I don't really care. The thing is, is like when you when you're a vegan or even a whole food plant based eater, whatever you want to call call it, um, you're helping the vegan movement regardless. So like the people who are like, well, I went vegan for health and not for the animals. I don't really care about the animals. Well, jokes on you because you're helping the animals and you're helping the environment anyway, right? So, like, you know, you're all big and mighty saying, well, I don't, I didn't care about animals. Well, you kind of did because you're already saving them and helping them, you know? So at the end of the day, for me, I don't really care what you eat as a vegan. I just care that you're helping our planet and helping our environment and helping our animals. Like that's, that's my, my thing, I guess. Um, because I just, I know me, I'm much more relaxed. Like I have too much on my plate to care literally and figuratively (laughs) to care about really what other people are (laughs) doing like I've just got too much going on so why do I think that this food shaming happens um you know I think a lot of it stems from people who are either misinformed or people who are sort of just projecting their own insecurities on you I mean that's usually what it is and maybe they really want to have the beyond meat burger but they feel like they shouldn't I know I just keep using that as an example I just can't think of anything off the top of my head um you know regardless of why that's happening it's something that I really think needs to stop because like I said I think it's something that hurts the movement and I think it's something that just like turns people off to veganism because if they're like oh then I need to be perfect and eat perfectly and do this the right way and this the right way and if I'm not going to do it then I'm not going to be 100% being a vegan um I think it gets them like confused almost I always tell people like when they first want to go vegan like just start small like Make your meals that you like, but then just use the vegan substitutes. So if you really like lasagna, use vegan cheese, use, you know, vegan ground beef, whatever you need to do, make a vegan ricotta, you know, do what you got to do and just make the swaps and do it that way. And like, there's no reason to like make people feel bad for the ingredients and the food that they're eating. And there's no reason to make people feel bad especially when they're first starting off. I mean, also not when they're like later on in their journey either. Like we just, there's no reason to make people feel bad about anything, in my opinion, um, when it comes to eating a vegan diet. I think there's also a little bit of a superiority. Is that the right way to say it? Superiority? Superiority? Oh God. Okay. I think there might be a little bit of like a superiority complex. I still feel like I'm saying that weird. Okay. Anyway, um, amongst these people who think, well, I am a better, I'm a better vegan than you. I don't need to eat mock meats. I don't need things like vegan cheese and vegan ice cream because I'm a better vegan. I can do it better than you, which is like, 
(laughs) again, go get off your high horse because I would rather have, you know, a hundred people eating a vegan crunch wrap with a vegan ground beef in it than going and eating a real crunch wrap. And if that's what makes them happy, then that's so cool. That's great. That's, I don't like, it's just, you know, there's nobody who's better than anybody. Nobody does it better than anybody. And every, every way of eating a vegan diet and enjoying vegan food is acceptable, you know? And that's another thing. Like, I don't want people to think like, because I eat like a more moderate balanced diet. So like, I can like, I can like run you through a day of like what I eat. Okay. For breakfast, we're usually eating a vegan just egg breakfast sandwich. I will swap out the bread that I use. Sometimes I use like a tortilla. Sometimes I use this like, um, this sort of like white bread that I found. It's like a it's like a low calorie white bread. Okay. I'm trying, you know, hot girl summer is coming up. So I'm trying to make a few little things different or like I'll have like an English muffin. Okay. But so on that is always like the vegan, just egg, vegan tofurkey slices, vegan cheddar. And then I have that with like strawberries, right. And a cup of green tea. That's like my breakfast. That makes me so happy every morning. I look forward to it. Then for lunch, it does differ on the day, but like sometimes it's like veggie spring rolls or like summer rolls. Sometimes it's a tofu bowl with like maybe uh, right rice or some vegetables, or sometimes it's like a wrap. Like it just depends what I'm in the mood for, you know, and like in that wrap, maybe I'll put some tofu and veggies. And then for dinner, sometimes it's like a chickenless patty and the bonza chickpea pasta, like that I make with like a vegan mac and cheese. I'm trying to think what else I like. I like eat like the same five meals all the time, you know, like, or like an easy veggie stir fry with tofu. Like it just kind of depends on what I've eaten throughout the day. If I make a recipe, then I eat that. But the point is, is that my eating is very balanced and moderate. Like for as many like mock meats and, you know, substitutes and things like that, I'll also have the fruits and the veggies. And like, you know, I think it's so silly. People will sit there and criticize me. Like I just went to the doctor. I'm in literally perfect health. He was like, your, everything looks great. Your blood tests are great. Your cholesterol is low. Your supplements, your uh, supplements, your vitamins are really good. Like literally everything that people like want to hear from a doctor's visit. Right. And that's because I eat all different kinds of foods and I try all different things. And I make sure that if I'm, you know, I'm getting in as many fruits and vegetables as I can. I love fruits and veggies. Right. But I also love a chickenless patty. So why can't I have both? Of course I can have both. I can do whatever I want. This is my little world and you can do whatever you want in your little world. Do you know what I mean? And I have found for me that the when I feel the happiest is when I'm eating this more balanced, rounded out, moderate diet. I feel way less restricted. I don't feel like I'm getting crazy about food. And the other thing is that like people will be like, you know, this is like kind of a side note, but in the last two years, I have lost 30 pounds. Okay. And the way I've done it is through calorie counting, which I know can be triggering for some people. So I don't recommend it for everybody, but I calorie count and I eat what I want basically within the parameters of my calories. And I just, I eat, like I eat what I feel like. I I get in as many fruits and veggies as I want. I get in the mock meats. I get in the tofu. I get in the tempeh. I can have some grains here and there. Like, you know what I mean? Like I eat how I want to eat and I don't ever feel like I'm restricting or anything like that. Um, and like, I think it bothers me when people start to food shame me because I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know my journey. You don't know what I've been doing. You don't know anything about me. You just saw a video where I said, these are three meals I make every week. Did I say eat these three meals and only these three meals every single day of the week? No, I didn't say that. I just said, here are three easy meal ideas. And you're already assuming these things about me that you think you know, but you don't know. Cause you, again, you don't know 
anything about me aside from the little snippets of my life that I am putting online, right? And and that's how it is for everybody, not just me, for all other food bloggers, for other everyday people, for people on TikTok. You know, a big trend on TikTok is what I eat in a days, um, which I love what I eat in a days. I find them very inspiring and they usually help me out a lot. And like, especially when I'm kind of in like food ruts and I'm like, I can't think of anything to eat. And then I see somebody else's and I'm like, oh yeah, like I should make that. Um, but the amount, the amount of food shaming on TikTok is incredible. Like people who are just like, that's going to make you fat. That's not good for you. And that's within the vegan and non-vegan community. Um, you know, why are you eating? Why are you eating a vegan meat replacement? If you're eating a vegan meat replacement, okay, then it must mean, it must mean that you miss meat, right? This is like always the hot debate. Why do vegans want to eat things that look and taste like meat or like cheese or like ice cream or like dairy? Um, God, this, this just, I can't believe, I can't believe in 2021, we're still having this argument. Like, you know, whenever I see it, people are like, especially also on tasty videos on Facebook, like tasty vegan or tasty vegetarian. Hold on. I need a sip of tea. I'm getting heated. I'm so sorry. They'll like put out a nice looking recipe. Well, sometimes it's nice looking. Sometimes tasty puts out questionable things, but they put out like a nice looking recipe. And then people are like, why are you eating this if you're a vegan? Why would you want to eat something that looks like meat if you're a vegan? Why are you trying to turn tofu into something that's like chicken, right? Like all these things. Obviously, if you're doing it, then you must miss meat. Then you must miss meat. No. Well, okay. Maybe some people do miss meat. And so what they're doing is they're taking the flavors of meat, the, you know, the seasonings of the meat that they liked, and they're putting it on something else. They're just substituting it. And I think most people like always are like, oh, well, you must miss meat. You must miss meat. But like, no, it's like you're just either missing like the flavors, the textures, the, you know, whatever it is. So like a good example is like the sesame, my sesame tofu recipe. So I made that recipe three years ago and in it, I kind of said, oh, we're going to like do this to make it more like chicken and more like chicken. And someone commented like, this girl's obsessed with chicken. Like she might as well just eat the chicken. Like, no, I don't want the chicken. I just want the tofu to have the same textures and flavors that the chicken that I used to eat had. And that way I can enjoy the tofu and it can be like the chicken that I used to eat, but it's not the chicken I used to eat. It's better, right? In my, well, in my opinion, it's better. I got to eat what I want. It's better for me. It's better for the environment. It's better for the animals. And I had all the flavors and textures that I wanted and was looking for. I'm not obsessed with meat. I'm just obsessed with the particular flavors and seasonings of that dish. And I think people forget that. And like when everyone's like, well, why would you want to eat that stuff anyway? And there are some people who just because they went vegan doesn't mean that they didn't enjoy the taste of meat when they weren't vegan. I still think this is like a shocking thing for people to understand and process because, you know, like no one, most people, like, unless you aren't, don't like meat, people won't sit there and say like, oh, like, you know, before I was vegan, meat was disgusting. No, that's what you grew up eating. So that's what you liked and that's what you enjoyed. Um, but now you don't want to eat that anymore. You just want to eat something similar that's like, you know, tastes like it, textures like it, like I said before, but it's vegan and you don't have to hurt the animal and you don't have to hurt the environment. You don't have to hurt the planet, you know? And everyone is so quick to forget that. And so quick, you know, like, God, the, you know, Beyond Meat, Impossible Burger and stuff like that, they've been out for a little while now. But when those first came out, like the people that were like backlashing on that, they were like, this is even too close like meat. I can't eat it and whatever. And if you eat this and you probably do miss meat and you probably still like meat, like 
yeah, maybe they did still like meat at the time, or maybe they do still like, you know, want to get as close to meat as they can. There's nothing wrong with that if you're going to do it in a vegan way and you're going to enjoy it. And the thing is, those products are the things that spark people's interests typically in veganism. Like if you handed somebody a plate and you're like, okay, here's this this vegan burger that's basically like me and we got some melted vegan cheese on top. We got some vegan special sauce and we got this, you know, hearty looking good bun versus here is <laughs> this kale salad that we've put lemon juice on and it has, I don't know, what's what else is on our salad? Cucumbers and, you know, some hemp hearts. Like, which realistically do you think is going to make people go, huh, I could be a vegan. It's most likely not going to be the kale salad with lemon juice and hemp hearts. It's most likely going to be the thing that's similar to the burger that they've enjoyed their whole life, that when they bite into it, they realize, huh, if I could eat like this and I'm really not missing anything else, then like, why wouldn't I eat like that more? Unfortunately, those are the foods that are always being deemed as transition foods. Those are, you know, really good for when you're first starting out on your vegan diet. No, those are good. Those are great for when you're a vegan for your whole life, okay? You can enjoy those foods at any point that you want in your life, in your vegan journey, in your vegan experience. You don't have to be a six-month brand new baby vegan. You could be a vegan for 10 years. You could be a vegan for 20 years. You can be a vegan for a minute. I don't care, but I don't want people to feel bad if they enjoy those foods, and I don't want other people to make them feel bad if they enjoy those foods because nobody has that authority over you. Nobody has that right and nobody can take what you like and what you enjoy away from you. And I know this sounds like so dramatic, but it just really upsets me. It really upsets me. And those are the kinds of people that like, I don't want that negative energy. Okay. I don't want it. Like I said, I am open to all kinds of things. I love salad. I love vegetables. I love all those things. But do I have Beyond Meat sausages downstairs? Yeah, like why wouldn't I? So when I was writing my outline for this episode to make sure that I wanted to like get on all the things I hit on, my last point is how how do we fix this? How do we fix this food shaming? How do we fix, you know, these things that are so ingrained um, in our society where we've demonized foods, you know? And like I said, this food shaming, this expands so much outwards, obviously, you know, outside of just vegan food. I'm just speaking within my little realm here, but... I, I don't know how we fix it, okay? Like, I, I guess I'm so silly. I'm asking this question. How do we fix this? I don't know how we fix it. But I think the, the what what we can do and what I do and what I said earlier is I'm just always going to try and lead by example. I'm going to show you that I'm happy, that I'm healthy, that my body is strong, that I don't feel restricted, and I'm eating all these things I like. I'm eating moderation. I'm eating balanced. I'm eating variety trying new things, enjoying new things, eating fruits and vegetables, but eating the vegan burger when I feel like it, you know, um, and just enjoying myself and living my life. And, you know, like I said, for me, whatever way you want to be vegan works. Okay. That whatever works for you is what works. I, I don't want to make anybody feel bad. And I hope that 
by doing this, I didn't make anybody feel bad. You know, if, like if you're a vegan who is so happy eating whole food plant-based and, you know, like you love oatmeal, I hate oatmeal, okay? I freaking hate oatmeal. I don't want to eat oatmeal, okay? But if you love oatmeal, then you eat that oatmeal every single day of your life. There are probably people who don't want to eat my breakfast sandwich every day, and that's fine. You don't eat the breakfast sandwich. I don't eat the oatmeal, and we're good. It doesn't matter. We're both contributing to the same thing. We're both being vegan, and that's awesome, and that's great. And that's like the beauty of living in a vegan time now where you have all these options, and there's so many things, and everything's becoming way more you know, vegan friendly and everything like that. And so I think, you know, the way we can fix this is, well, first of all, you know, whenever I get comments like this, I do try and like educate, I guess you can say, I don't want to say educate because I'm not a teacher, but, um, you know, I'll just say like, this is what I do. This is X, Y, and Z. You know, you eat how you want to eat. I'll eat how I want to eat. You know, obviously my channel is not a place for you and that's okay. Um, but you should probably go find somewhere else to watch because, obviously I'm not up to your standards and, you know, I don't know these people, I don't know what good they think they're doing. I don't know what, what these like vegan food shamers and people who think that like, oh, you're a junk food vegan. You know, I even hate that term, a junk food vegan. Like who came up with that? Like, no, like just enough, like stop deeming things, you know? And I think, like I said, it's something that's unfortunately so ingrained in us because from when we're little, we see these commercials on TV. Well, this is healthy. This is good. This is bad. This is not good. This is, you should be eating this. You shouldn't be eating that. And like, you know, it's so funny. I think like back to being little and like learning about the food pyramid, the freaking food pyramid. Okay. Like what a joke that is. And they like changed the whole thing again, I think. And, you know, we're like, we're so ingrained in seeing these things and we're so, you know, we have these quick little clips on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that where people are like, oh, well, this is why you shouldn't eat oil and this is why you shouldn't use this and shouldn't use that. And it just creates all these stigmas and bad things. And like I said, for me, for my own mental sanity, for my physical health, the best the best thing I've done is everything in moderation, okay? 80% of the time, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, I am eating pretty well, eating what I want, eating how I want, you know, and then 20% of the time, I'm just enjoying it. I'm, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and I don't know, I hope these people who are food shaming and who do come and make others feel bad and, you know, I hope they find a little peace and I'm sure their food shaming and stuff stems from their own, you know, um, just like either lack of knowledge, their own problems with food, um, you know, just all these, like all these things that other people are dealing with. And, you know, we're all human and I can like, you know, I forgive and forget. I don't really, I don't have, like I said, I don't have time. I don't have time to like be hung up on you. And this whole podcast might sound like, oh, I'm hung up on these people. No, I just don't like when people sit there and make other people feel bad for their choices, which don't really like impact you. You know, if I decide to have, sorry, I feel like I've said a vegan burger a million times in this podcast. Let's change it up. If I decide to have a vegan pizza, my eating of a vegan pizza doesn't impact your life in any way, right? Doesn't, doesn't change your life, doesn't alter your life pattern, doesn't alter your life path. Like just living my life, just enjoying it. Okay. So why would you take the time out of your day to come to my page and make me feel bad about something that I enjoyed? There's not space for that. There's not room for that. We don't need that. That is negativity that we don't need. That is toxicity that we do not need. And that's just why I'm passionate about it, that we need to stop food shaming other people and other vegans for their choices and let everybody do it their way and just take a step back, 
and calm down you know even people who critique like oh like you're you eat vegan 90 percent of the time but then like sometimes you go out and you have a piece of fish all right i'd much rather that person eat vegan 90 percent of the time than eat vegan two percent of the time you know what i mean like why 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 make people feel bad and like that again is what makes people steer away and go away from the movement and feel like that if they're not doing it perfectly if they're not doing it 100 percent then obviously they're awful and they're terrible and they shouldn't even be a part of this. Um, so yeah, I think the way we fix it is just, you know, by carrying on and enjoying what we like to eat and not, and, and working on not making others feel bad, you know, don't, don't make anybody feel bad. Don't, don't comment on people's food choices. Don't do that. It's not cool. It's so, oh God, it's so, ugh, ugh, don't do that. You know, if you don't like what you see scroll on by move on with your life (laughs) um so that that's my rant today that's my venting that's my rant on food shaming why it happens where it comes from maybe how we can fix it a little bit I don't know but you know like I said I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing gonna lead through example gonna lead through being happy and healthy and that's all I can do and that's what I'm here for and I'm here to give you all great recipes and that's what I'm going to do. So if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening today. If you like it, please make sure to leave a review. Like I said earlier, those are super helpful. And if you have comments or thoughts on the Anchor app, you can leave voice messages. So definitely let me know or send me a message like on what you thought about the food shaming podcast, the vegan food shaming podcast. I'd love to know. And I'm always open for discussion. I'm not going to fight with anybody, but I'm always open for discussion. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. I will see you next Tuesday. Well, I won't see you. You will hear me next Tuesday with another podcast episode. And I hope you're having a wonderful day or night wherever you are in the world.